You're listening to the after party, after show of Not at the Party. Oh my God, wait, my camera's a bit wonky right now. Let me fix that. You're listening to the after party, after show of Not at the Party. I'm fucking sick of saying that. You're listening to the after party. Anyway, welcome back to another episode of the after party, your favorite bonus subscription show. Today I wanted to talk about the HSE and HSE exams and just school exams in general because I am fucking sick of exams. And I'm like, I'm I'm questioning whether or not I want to go to uni, but I'm like, I don't know what the, the actual workload of uni is like. And I'm kind of at the point where I'm like, oh, I'd never want to do a fucking assignment ever again. I feel like uni assignments, they will be a lot more, not easier, but just like more logical. I feel like a lot of school assignments, especially because schools make up the assignments, they never make sense and they always just suck. So I feel like uni assignments will be like more logical, like more simple in a logical way, just like more research intensive, if that makes sense, which I love researching stuff. So not a problem to me, but more specifically, I have my HSC, my first HSC, well, not my first HSC exam, but I have my English exam one in, oh fuck, it's actually in four days. So that's really cute. And then I have my English standard exam two in five days. So Wednesday and Thursday this coming week. So by the time you're hearing this, it would have been yesterday technically because I'm recording this on Saturday. What is it like 9th of October? And the exam is on the 12th and 13th. This will be out on the 14th. So I would have already done the exam. First of all, have I studied? No. Is that a problem? Yes. Am I mad at myself for that? No, not really, because I have had a lot on my plate right now that I've had to do. Do, do, do. I've had a lot to do, do, do. So I'm like not being hard on myself about the fact that I haven't studied, but I do need to study. And considering it's in four days, I really do need to study, but it's come really fast. So I have retained some of the knowledge from my prelims for like most stuff. And I think the exams, I could wing them, but it's probably not the best idea. I do have a, well, yeah, here's the thing. I have a early entry offer to university anyway. And I spoke to the uni on the phone because they called me just to discuss the offer and whatever. And they told me that I could literally get a mystery mark, which means like an ATAR of, oh wait, not ATAR. Well, just like a mystery mark on my HSC exams of, well, mystery mark isn't. Like I could literally get 20 out of 100 on all of my HSC exams and I'd still be going to uni basically, which is like great. But I also do want to do somewhat well in the exams because if I want to go to a different university, it's just going to open more options and pathways, which you don't necessarily need a good ATAR or HSE marks for uni anyway. There's plenty of ways around it, which sure, I'm not, I wouldn't be mad about taking those paths, but it's just like makes things a lot more effort. I'd rather literally just finish high school and then go straight to uni. Speaking of, the UTS only offers got sent out. I did not get accepted to UTS. Oh my God. Also, more tea. So I applied for a job. This is really random. I just want to add this real quick. I applied for a job at a really popular technology company. You're probably using one of this technology company's phones right now. Yeah, that's all I'll say. I applied for a job there in like May because I was broke, jobless, had no money, a whole fucking wreck. They got back to me in like, oh wait, I applied in April. Yeah, I applied in like, no, I actually applied in March. Fuck. I applied in March. They got back to me in April and I was like, oh my God, this is good. I'm going to get a job there. And then... They sent me this whole thing and then it ended up being like my hours. I didn't have enough hours available to work there at that time because of school. Well, fast forward a tiny bit. I got another email in like August and they're just asking for like an update on my hours and stuff. So I let them know that as of number 22, whatever it was, that I was available pretty much every single day, 24 seven. 
And then they put me through to like a phone call interview, then put me through to like this big information meeting session. Then after this information meeting session, weeks later, this week, I finally get a thing to do an actual interview with the store. So I did the interview with the store. I didn't realize it was a group group interview, but it was a fucking group interview. And I was just like, wanted to kill myself because group interviews are literally the worst thing to ever fucking exist on this planet. And I just want to die. And here's the thing. Like I have experience in, like I have experience and jobs listed on my resume, right? But it's, it's not like regular for teenager experience. My goal with applying for this was just to have like a day job on top of doing the stuff I do otherwise. So that was the goal there. But on my resume, like all the experiences there, it just looks like it's bullshit because I'm a teenager and it's like not normal shit for a teenager to have on their resume. Like if I were reading a resume from a teenager, I'd be like, no, I don't fucking believe that. That's bullshit. Which yeah, sure is a fair assumption, but it's also true. So I'm doing this interview Anyway, point of the story is, was really fucking awkward. Every time I spoke, it just felt like I was rambling the most ridiculous shit ever. And it was really funny to me because when I was speaking and telling them my answer to their questions that they had, I was speaking as if it was on this podcast. I was like, yeah, like this happened. Then I was like, oh my God, like I was telling a whole fucking story, but I can't remember if I swore or not in the interview because I don't swear intentionally. I just swear as I'm speaking. Like it just kind of comes out, which sounds like a bad thing because it sounds like it's a part of my vocabulary permanently, which swearing is. And there's a time and place for using swearing. But sometimes when I'm anxious and I'm nervous, I black out and I don't realize what I'm saying or what I'm doing. I was extremely anxious to the point where I was sitting at... This was a virtual interview, by the way. It was on this Zoom thing. I had said... What was it? No, no, I didn't say anything. Sorry. I was sitting there had really bad anxiety, was really nervous. And I was like, I knew I had to act confident because I was like, reality is they're looking for people that are confident and can compromise and like, just like make shit up on the spot, which as for making shit up on the spot, I think I did pretty well. But for the most part, because I was so anxious, like I was getting, do you get like anxious twitches where it's like you'll be sitting there and you're so hyper aware of your body and every movement that you're making and like your facial expressions the way your mouth is moving, the way your body is moving, that you start to get like these anxiety twitches. It'll be like your foot will move or like your your hand will twitch or something. That's what was happening to me. And that was stressing me out because I'm like, oh my God, this is making me look not confident. They're not going to want me. They're going to not hire me, which I kind of don't give a fuck about anyway. But it was just like, you know, keeping my cool for the interview. <sighs> I get an email. I think it was yesterday. Yeah, probably yesterday. And it was like, we're sorry to inform you that at this time, we have chosen other candidates. Thank you for applying to this job. Please feel free to reach out if there are any opportunities in the future. And I was like, bro, don't put me through a literal, what is that? Seven, six, six, seven month process of me trying to get a job with you. And then at the end of it, not give me the job. Like that's so fucking annoying. Back to what I was saying about exams. I just wanted to add that because that was like, this just happened. So it's fresh, fresh news, fresh tea. Back to what I was saying about exams though. I actually can't remember what I was saying, but my English ones are this week. And then my next exams aren't until I think it's the 26th and 29th of October. So there's a good week and a half. Is that a week and a half or two weeks or one week? Maybe it's, I think it's like a week and a half in between the two English exams and then my two final exams. You're probably wondering, Brock, why do you only have three subjects? I've said this story to so many people and I've told so many people and I always have to explain this. In year 10, I started, well, actually, so I started one course, which is a year 11 course in year 10. So I started it early. That was business services, which is a vet course, which I got a business certificate two for. I started that in year 10. 
then after you 10 or I started that in year 10 and then that obviously went for the whole duration of year 10 and then year 11 up until October last year or November last year when those HSC HSC exams were. So I've done my, I've done one HSC exam before, which was for business services. So I know what to expect this time around, obviously, but also in year 10, I started studies of religion too, because I went to a Catholic school, obviously you have to do, well, I think you, I don't know if it's the case anymore, but when I was in year 10 going into year 11, they said that you have to do studies, studies of religion which has been the case for like a long time, but I think they might be changing that in some schools, I think have changed it. I actually started studies of religion in the third term of 2020. Yeah, the third term of 2020, because it was right after COVID and we had just gone back to school. So I did the whole year 11 course of religion work. Like I'm, I'm talking a whole four terms of prelim. Oh, sorry. No, that's actually wrong. Three terms of prelim work in the span of one term. So we got through three terms of work in 10 weeks to accelerate the course completely. Then in the fourth term of year 11, where you go into year 12, we started, what's it called? We started the year 12 content. And then obviously from there, we had term four, 2020. No, sorry, that's wrong. Finishing the accelerated course at the end of term three. In term four, we then started the year 12 work. So literally in year 10, I was doing year 12 work. So then term four, year 10, year 12 for studies of religion. And then term one, 2020, term two, 20, no, term one, 2021, term two, 2021, and term three, 2021 was also doing all of the year 12 work. So that's that. That's basically what I did. Most schools don't offer this as a thing. I think a lot of Catholic schools do offer the accelerated thing to start religion early and like get it over and done with kind of thing. But I'm not sure how many schools do the whole year, three terms of year 11 work in 10 weeks thing. Luckily for me, my religion teacher is like a board, is like a board executive of the school. So he had the option to develop the course into a 10 week program, which was super cool. Cool teacher ever, ever too, like fucking full ash lad. Ew, that's so ugly. Full ash lad. But yeah, so I did that. I think some schools do, you can do business services early because it's a vet course and it's not, there's not really uh, a lot of specifics when it comes to that, when you can do it. I also think you can accelerate math and also primary industries, which is like agriculture. So yeah, but I think a lot of schools don't do that because it interferes a lot with the year 10 schedule and it interferes a lot with your overall performance in year 10 because in year 10, I just fucking didn't give a fuck. The only classes I gave a fuck about was obviously religion and business services all other four or five, whatever it was, classes, I really put no effort into because I was just like, I don't really need to bother with these. Like I'm actually religion and business services are for my HSE. So I'm just going to put all my energy there. I finished those two exams last November, which was actually kind of scary because doing the HSE in year 11 is like, you're very underprepared. You don't know what to expect kind of thing. And you're in reality doing it a year before everyone else in your grade and a year before when you're supposed to be doing it. But that checked two classes off the list for me. Then at the end of year 11, I dropped a class. So like as most people do, they drop a class at the end of year 11. So that's just like normal, natural thing to do. I dropped legal studies. I only dropped legal studies though, because I hated my legal teacher. (sighs) In hindsight, I wish I did keep legal studies because it was so much easier than biology. I fucking hate biology with a passion. I cannot explain it enough. I fucking hate it. The thing is, biology is a really interesting subject It's really, like, it genuinely isn't bad. Learning about it all is quite interesting, but it's the content that makes it fucking ass. The way the content is, 
like planned out more or less, structured, fucking sucks. The assignments for biology fucking suck. The work for biology fucking sucks. Like it's just, it, it fucks me off so much. I don't know. So personally, I do wish I kept, what was it? Legal studies. But as I said, my legal studies teacher was a fucking wanker. That's such a weird word, wanker, God. But I didn't like him. He was just a fucking bitch. So now I only have three exams. But I'm like, do I stress or do I not stress? Because better question would be, do I study or do I not study? I think I'll revise. Because I think for the most part, I know most of the content. I think if anything, I should probably just like literally today start studying the biology content because I fucking suck at biology. I think my mark in my trial exam for biology was like 33 out of 100, which was kind of average because everyone's trial marks at my school were fucking horrendous. Like I'm talking 95% of the students didn't pass any of their trials, which is standard. The teachers expected it because they said that trials are always harder. And because trials are always harder, they're also marked a lot harsher than the HSE because it's our teachers that are marking them, not HSE markers. So it's like a whole different realm of judgment, if you will, when it comes to marking. But the teachers even said, by the time you get to your HSE, your HSE marks will improve by at least 20 marks. So if you are sitting at a 50 right now, you're technically sitting at like a 70. If you're sitting at a 60, you're technically sitting at an 80. How I deal with exam stress, I don't. I ignore it, hope it goes away. Do the exam, be done with it. I'm actually really bad when it comes to exams. I'm really bad when it comes to stress with exams. My trials in August, I had to like put my whole life on hold because... I get like obsessive over the idea of that the exam is happening. Like it's, if it's a two week period for doing exams, the only thing I can think about for that entire two week period is the exams. So no matter, even if I go to do something else, if I go to do social media stuff, if I go to do work, if I go to do podcast stuff for that matter, I cannot bring myself to do it because all I can think about is, oh my God, I can't spend this time doing this. I need to be doing my exams instead. Like, oh my fucking God, like I can't do this. And I freak out. But then I get so caught up in freaking out about the actual exam and having to study for it that I lose motivation and I and I end up doing nothing. So then it's this whole thing of like burning out and procrastinating and just nothing getting done by the end of it all. That's all I have to say. Hope you enjoyed this episode of the after party, a nice little ramble with me. This one was probably a bit more random. I think me talking about the job I got not accepted for was probably the most random part, but that's the art of the after party. The after show of not at the party. Cool. That sounds so cringe. If you've gotten this far to subscribing to the after party, you're at the point where like you're capable of leaving a review. Okay. All right. Goodbye.